Welcome to the Spreading Success Podcast, bringing you the best habits, routines, and strategies from the most elite entrepreneurs in the game to help you find your path to success. Now, let's get right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Spreading Success Podcast. My name is Ramar Viv, and I am your host. Today, I'm joined by a good friend, Ryan, also known as Big CEO Ryan. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing just fine. Um, that whole Hamptons Mastermind event, we just came back from it the other day. Crazy, crazy event. You guys should definitely be checking out those events. Um, yeah, what did you think about that event, by the way? Honestly, I like the, I like the, the opportunity I got to network mm-hmm. and to speak and to teach a lot of people. I think, um, you know, every event that you go to, you always learn something. And I learned from this event that the, the one thing, the more, most important thing I learned was that you have to raise your prices, like especially for me and, you know, the people that I work with, because there's nobody that else that could compete with what you have to offer, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's a good, you know, something big that I've learned. Yeah, definitely. So let's just start out for the listeners that are not really familiar with what you do. Could you just give us a quick 60 second summary snapshot of what you're currently up to right now? Yeah. So basically I run dropshipping stores. I, uh, you know, I'm working on the personal brand. I'm working on branding a team. I'm creating content. I'm trying to create content every single day and uh, close students. And, um, and yeah, I run stores that do 80,000 a month. Uh, that's mostly it (laughs) yeah man that's crazy and i had roman on the show as well one of your good friends and are you older than him or younger than him we're both the same age like i think we both have close birthdays damn because i was about to say like you're obviously one of the youngest people i had on the show you're you're still 16 right yeah yeah man that's actually crazy that you're some people won't even make that amount of money in their lifetimes and you're out here just balling still in high school and stuff but Man, I just want to quickly talk about your early life, even though you're still in your early life. Um, so did you always have entrepreneurial tendencies in, let's say, middle school and the beginning of high school, like selling candy, flipping sneakers, things like that? Yeah, so actually, I never sold candy and flipped sneakers. But um, I mean, I can't like even the sneakers that I buy now, like if I sold them, like I would have like, like you see this over here, like, it would hurt, you know, <laughs> but um. But um, I created in middle school, I was like playing Minecraft a lot, right? And then I, I had the entrepreneurial mindset that I had then was like create Minecraft servers and, you know, sell those ranks or whatever you call them now. Mm-hmm. And also um, create YouTube videos and, you know, try to like create sources of income from YouTube. But that, that, that was just like a little experience, you know, it didn't really work out or anything, but that was just a little bit of ex- an experience. And then in high school i created like a little clothing brand with my name on it i was trying to do something like mark jacobs or calvin klein because the school that i went to both of them graduated from it and um and i was just you know i was inspired by that and i just tried to create my clothing brand and i was trying to sell but i I knew nothing about advertising nothing about influencers nothing about google ads or snapchat so i i just sold to kids in my class and there's this one day where i got a lot of those hats with my name on it and I sold $200 in one period. Wow. And I was like, that was like my first ever, like the first ever money that I made really, you know, 200 bucks. And, and I was like, not, then I started saying like, yeah, guys, I made $200 in one period, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't consistent, obviously. 
Yeah, man, that's actually crazy. So can you talk a little bit about through, obviously you said you sold over $200 to your classmates. Talk about your surrounding environment and how your grades were and how the students kind of reacted to that, to your whole entrepreneurship journey in general. In freshman year, the grades were, the grades were okay. Okay. They were like eighties averaging, you know? And, um, I mean, I was just, you know, selling them. They, they really supported me. All of them like wanted me to become a good entrepreneur because I was like a pretty outgoing guy, you know? So I was friends with a lot of people and, um, in my high school and my high school was kind of small. Like it was only like 2000 kids in New York. That's kind of small, you know, compared to the, compared to the one that I transferred to now, it has like 6,000 kids. Wow. So everybody knew each other. So, I mean, it was, you know, that means the conversion rate was higher <laughs> and uh, yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah. Those, those students, I mean, obviously now I know you talked about the Hamptons mastermind. You're so busy that your grades kind of dropped and you said you were supposed to have kind of like a final, right. And, you weren't yeah. able to go because you're focused yeah. on bigger and better things. Um, so let's talk about what you do now, which is drop shipping. So how did you first find out about it and obviously get started? So I found out about it. I always knew about it, actually, I think since probably middle school. Oh, wow. That's okay. like crazy. Yeah, that's a lot like of people find out about it like a year ago and then they started yeah. looking at it. And then like like in middle school, like I watched videos on it, but like not crazy. Like just a couple of videos, you know? And I saw like Ty Lopez ads and stuff like that. But then, but like, I never really like, like took, I just knew people were making money. Like that's what I was thinking. I wasn't really, I didn't really know anything about it. Mm. Or probably it was freshman year. I'm not sure exactly. But, but then in September of last, of 2018, um, I was looking for ways to make money because I was like, no, I can't be living this life anymore. And this is when like, like I was taking the bus to school and I was going to school and it was just, it was just stress. Like it was life was so boring at that time because like I, I wasn't, it was just learning though. Like I, I had a goal, you know, and it was just like learning. So I spent like so much time on YouTube. I spent so much time uh, like watching videos. Cause this was the only thing that, that like motivated me to like keep going, just watching these YouTube videos of people that, you know, are, you know, that are actually doing it. And even on Instagram and learning from these guys on YouTube. But then, when I started learning from these guys on YouTube, I was like, these guys on YouTube, like they're just sharing basic knowledge. And even if I craft, even if I take a little piece of knowledge from each person, it's not going to be enough. There's always something that's missing because all of them share the same exact thing, you know? So that's when I started looking into mentors because I felt like it was easier. It would still be hard for a mentor to share like the, you know, the inside scoop because they're probably also going to share like not as basic knowledge as the YouTubers because YouTubers are sharing outdated knowledge. But uh, mentors would be sharing like more updated basic knowledge, you know, mm-hmm. they, they did that. They actually did that with me. And then I started providing so much value that they couldn't no more provide me basic knowledge. Mm-hmm. So now they started thinking of me like as like a, you know, business partner. And I was like, holy shit, like it happened this quick. Like it was only like three months, you know. And then I started, they, they, they told me to start running stores for you know their students because apparently they think they thought that i knew a lot about drop shipping already and that's when i started you know helping a lot of the students and i started making money uh, by commission from teaching each student so i was making like a hundred dollars i think roman probably said this in the interview too he teaches he's teaching uh students right now for mentors that are outsourcing it to him but you know um that's how i made my first money and then and then i was actually doing already better than than the normal teenager, I think, than the average teenager. 
from home because I was making around $600 a week. I think the average teenager makes $300 a week. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was good. And then I just started saving that money and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to touch. I, like, obviously I had to touch a little bit of money, but it wasn't crazy. Like it wasn't like, like Uber eats and, and mansions and all mm-hmm. that. It was just like, like investments, you know, like I was just saving most of it for ads and the other money. I was like, you know what? Let me buy like two outfits, two really nice outfits. And I'll just go ahead and take pictures outside, like in a nice area <laughs> and I'll post it on Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what I did. And then once I started doing that, I actually started getting my own students. And then I was like, like fuck teaching a hundred. Is this yeah. family friendly or? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. So I was like, you know, screw that. I'm not going to teach students for a hundred bucks anymore. And I'm going to start teaching students for $500. And then my, and then like my value started going up, you know? So now um, I was teaching students for 500 and I was, making a better amount of money for my time because I didn't have to be on the computer like like you know like 10 hours a day in order to make like $700 a week you know instead I could have been on the computer for five hours a day and I could have been making $1,500 a week now you know Mm. yeah this was much better for me now so my time started to get more valuable and you know the in the beginning you always have to put more input to get more output but then later on you could put less input to get more output if you know how to work it correctly it's like you know, if you just know how to scale it correctly yeah definitely that's like something that i noticed obviously you started as kind of a student of maxime i know you talked about that a little bit in the new york city mastermind that i went to and then you kind of built out your own brand through the whole big ceo and things like that so you quickly brushed over this but i want to talk a little bit about how you differentiated yourself from other students. Cause you said you were kind of a student, you bought into his program and then he kind of viewed you as more of a business partner. So what did you do to create that relationship with your mentor? Yeah. So basically I created a discord server for him. I was creating YouTube videos for him. And then he saw he like, it's not something that I really had to do. He just saw it in me mm-hmm. you know, because, because he could probably tell that I tried a lot of business ventures in the past. And I explained my business ventures in the past and he saw like, how creative I was because I was actually planning out his YouTube videos as well. I was telling him what to do in the YouTube videos. Like I was telling him like a couple of things like, Max, you got to fly. Tur- like this is one of the things, Max, you got to fly Turkish Airlines business class. This is a really good investment because, you know, it's good for the personal brand and it's very affordable, you know, and it's going to get a lot of publicity, like things like that. And then he was like, oh, you're very smart, you know, like this is actually really good. Like I'll, I'll try that. And yeah, and that's how, you know, he, he started doing it and then he, he went on a private jet next thing you know <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of publicity yeah that was crazy i saw that picture of him and obviously he's used that for a lot of his own personal ads kind of the, the walking in and walking out of the plane you want to make money like me and then yeah that was that was really powerful because a lot of people think that oh they're just like the small leagues and then they come out of a private jet and they're like wow this guy must be something special and different he must be really doing things the right way yeah. Uh, so I want to quickly talk about the drop shipping itself because I want to provide as much value as possible while you're here to the viewers and to the listeners. So how much money did you originally need to get started? Because I know when I originally started drop shipping, I had like around a thousand dollars, maybe even less because I was spending money on courses as well. And then ultimately I just ran out of money because I just kept spending money on ads and I didn't really know what to do. And social media was praising, oh, little to no money to get started. You can start for basically free. You just buy products when someone pays you. And like, 
they don't really explain how it really works. So can you talk about how much money you really started with and how much is necessary? Yeah, so basically for the, the mentorship that I purchased, I spent $500 on it, okay? And uh, Max told me, you know, you, you need like 200 bucks, but obviously 200 bucks was not enough. So uh, at that same time, I also took my extra precaution. Um, I One of my friends, you know, um, he, he was in this with me, right? And um, he just like kept hustling for money, you know, for like a percentage of this business, whatever we're doing. So he just kept grinding for money. It wasn't too big of a percentage, but um, like it gave me more time to focus on learning, you know, and this is what helped me. So I think the money thing, there's no set number really, like probably because I tested with like a lot of money, but like for me, it was a little bit easier than the other people because I started teaching students before like I really had a first really successful store. Like I had stores before that, that have made maybe three grand, four grand in a month, right? Mm -hmm. But that's what I was doing for the other students. I, I haven't had a store that did like $80,000 in a month. Yeah. So so I was just like experimenting with other students' budgets. And then I had a couple of students that actually did really good. Like the, one of these students did 20K in their first month. Wow. And, um, and, uh, and then that's when I said, like, I have to try this out for myself now, you know? Mm -hmm. And I replicated the exact same things that the student did with my budget that I saved up from teaching students. And I scaled it like crazy. Max helped me out. It, it just goes on from there. Yeah. So a lot of that's actually kind of a rare situation because a lot of people don't get to teach before they have the budget. Usually the budget comes has to come before so they can show yeah. their credibility and things like that. Yeah. So I'd say I tested about six students before I had the 20K a month student. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and each one had 200 bucks. So that was around $1,200. Mm -hmm. So I'd say I have like $1,000 you know to really test ads to really experiment and don't go reckless make sure you find the right person to help you you know because you don't want to lose it and then you don't want to have to start all over again yeah so you just have to be very wise you know with your decisions and for you when you when you originally got to that three to four thousand how much were you spending on ads at that time i was spending around 50 percent on ads so it wasn't and and then i was spending like like a good amount on fulfilling orders so maybe it was like just a thousand on profit you know so, so you don't recommend that anyone really gets into this if they don't have like a set budget of for you at least a thousand dollars for specifically ads that's completely different than the shopify fees and mentor fees and things like that just a thousand straight uh now not no that was before but now i think like if you want to get like a mentor um and they know what they're doing like like max or me you know um i say you only need $200 for ads because we already know what we're doing. Uh, we just replicate what's already working for another student. So there's a very high chance that it will work for the student. We don't go ahead and test new products out. That's not what I don't go ahead and test new products out that I know won't work. I test products that are proven to work already that have worked for me in the past and worked for my team members, you know? Mm -hmm. So if like we spend a hundred dollars in the first day, most likely we could get, like, it could go crazy in the first day. There's a very good chance and minimum we could get is a two ROS. So, even even if you know you do your worst, it's still gonna be double the money that you spent on, on ads. You're still gonna make two hundred dollars back. Maybe spend a hundred. But the best they could do is like one time I did a twenty two ROS. In one day? Yeah, in one day. So I spent we spent seven hundred dollars and got back I think eight thousand. Eight thousand dollars in the amount. That's yeah. crazy. And you just keep it's like a rinse and repeat kind of format that you guys use. Yep. 
that's that's actually crazy man you got to really share that with people let them let them in on the little secret um so when i originally got started there was a lot of things on youtube and a lot of my mentors talked about the five dollar assets for people with a cheap budget who don't really have a lot of money to start do those five dollar assets still work or is that a thing of the past i think it's probably a thing of the past um i'd recommend ten dollar ad sets with ten ad sets mm-hmm. okay i always do ten ad sets just clean you know i don't like go ahead and test five or seven just straight ten follow a proven method you know mm-hmm. so you know if it works or not and it's not about the campaign that's performing if the campaign is performing bad it doesn't mean your product is bad if you're still getting sales then you have to look at the ad set and you have to scale the ad sets mm-hmm. in order to really determine whether this product is a good product or not because your campaign could you know, perform better if you scale the ad sets correctly. Mm-hmm. And for which in within each ad set, how much money does it really need to spend before you can tell if an ad set is good or bad? So uh, for low ticket, I would recommend $15. For high ticket, I recommend $80. Okay. So that's, that's after like a day and a half of testing around, you'll be able to just like look at some of the metrics. And if you don't have a few sales, at least I cut the ad set out. Yeah, so for low ticket, you'll be able to determine within the second day. And for high ticket, it'll take around a week. Whether, but, but most likely for high ticket, you'll get a sale or at least a couple of sales from a couple of ad sets with like a low cost per purchase before, you know, you have to wait the, the week, you know, to determine whether it's going to. But for high ticket, even if you get an original sale, that doesn't mean that it's that it's officially gonna work, right? Because a lot of people are like, oh, I got that one over there. All right, I'm good. This ad set can continue forever, you know? Uh, no, it's never with Facebook ads and this e-commerce thing. Like, it can never last. Like drop shipping, if you're running it like a gift shop, it can never last a lifetime unless you're building it like a brand. Mm-hmm. Okay, unless your build your end goal is to sell a brand for like a couple million dollars. But if you're running it like how a lot of drop shippers are running it, like me right now, but I'm running it like a gift shop only now because I'm you know working on developing a bunch of pixel data so mm-hmm. that uh, ultimately I'll, you know, I'll start working on a brand and I'll have all this pixel data developed so that I'll start, you know, it'll be a very powerful brand. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to target people correctly. But if you get a good ROAS, right? Like if you're getting like a consistent four ROAS a day on, on one ad set or even on the campaign, then it can last a bit. It, it really depends. It's always different, you know, like it's never something proven. Like it's never something like stable, but mm-hmm. It could last, it could last like a couple months. And in terms of we're talking about the the whole high ticket versus low ticket, and how all these drop shippers that are running gift shops, it's not really going to last for them because people are kind of getting more aware of what's from China and what's really branded. So where do you see drop shipping as a whole, the whole industry headed in the next few years? Um, drop shipping will always be some sort of business model. I think Shopify is going to evolve. I think dropshipping is going to evolve and um, and more people will be making more money from it as they keep getting in and more people will know about it. Um, maybe they're going to have something very unique that comes into dropshipping. Like I know those whole fulfillment uh, warehouses or something, mm-hmm. people are going to be, you know, shipping it to America for very cheap prices. And then, uh, you know, maybe we could get rid of that whole e-packet thing. Like uh, people will be able to ship it to their customers very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one big thing I think change yeah and how do you deal with those long shipping times because i know when i got started like i got so many messages of people saying oh where's my package Where's my package and it kind of like 
it's kind of it takes like way too long and how do you deal with something like that yeah so i think i think you just have to be like a a people's person you know Mm -hmm. like if you know how to like i think one of one of the reasons why like you know i i kind of like uh got to where you know i am is because i'm very like people are very comfortable talking to me so like when you email the person you need to know how to like make them feel comfortable so that they'll receive their product and it's going to be in the perfect condition, you know, and then they'll be patient and you'll tell them, like, you'll be honest with them how long it'll take, you know, um, maybe don't put it in your product description because that'll decrease conversions, but you can tell them through email, be honest with them. It'll, it'll work very well. And then the occasional dispute that you get, it shouldn't be a big deal. You'll still make profit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like I said, on social media, they praise drop shipping as way easier than it actually is. And I know you're only 16 and you still got school, but can you kind of walk us through a day in the life of what it really takes to be a dropshipper at 16 years old or even in general? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this is kind of, going to be funny. <laughs> um, so I have a two hour schedule, mm-hmm. like my high school. Two hours. Like, yeah. Because I transferred from a good school. So, um, oh. they, they gave me like a, a lot of credits in art. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, my guidance counselor told me that I don't need as much. Uh, so in these two hours that I'm at school, like a lot of people know that I drop ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go to school. I um, chill in class. They talk to me. They always talk to me about it. They want to get into it, but um, not a lot of people are, you know, have the capabilities of yeah. really getting into it. They just look at it for the money, but they don't really enjoy the drop shipping part of it, you know, mm-hmm. but there are some kids that are probably capable of it. Um, so after I leave school, I, you know, I also have like a whole gym routine that I'm trying to, you know, I'm a pretty skinny guy, but I'm still trying to get, you know, brolic. So I, you know, I have like a, I, I eat very well. I drink protein shakes. I go to the gym with uh, sometimes my team, sometimes my trainer, and then come back home and start grinding on, start grinding on the work that I have to do mainly just talking to people and creating courses, planning out things for people, you know, working on stores, working on ads. And then I go to sleep and it's on repeat, but um, I always try to make it better. And then we always have like a bigger plan, you know, like we're like the whole Hamptons event, you know, we planned it out very well before we actually did it. Like we, like, you know, we're a bunch of, our whole team is 16 year olds to 18 year olds. You know, it's me, Roman, Steven, Edison, and our friend, Hassam, right? Mm. And, like, Sam was only, I don't know if you've seen him at the event, that he was uh, the guy with the camera. Yeah, yeah. The guy with the light. Um, yeah, he's part of our team. He, we weren't able to do, like, anything we did in the Hamptons event if it wasn't for him, you know, because all of us are 16 to 18. Like, you can't do shit when you're yeah. like, this age. Like, you can't rent anything. They're not going to get you. They're not going to let you do anything. So, I mean, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have done anything. And um, yeah, thanks to him. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the whole, um, all the ads and things you do every single day, and obviously, like you said, you only have a two-hour school day, and then you kind of go to the gym and then grind. How many hours a day would you say do you consistently put into your drop shipping, your team, or things like that, just your whole business? I don't know how many hours. Like, I'm always on the phone, like, from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, you mm-hmm. know? So there's like it's like the whole it's a whole day thing like you always have to be committed to it like i'm always thinking about business and i'm sure like a lot of these other people that also do business are always thinking about it it's like something that never really gets off your mind but um if you want me to tell you like how many hours i put in front of the computer 
maybe two, two to three hours a day now, mm-hmm. you know, just setting up ads, just talking to people, uh, like, you know, uh, on like meetings, team meetings. And um, as for the phone calls, something all day, like if somebody on Instagram wants mentorship, I call them and close, or, you know, somebody's calling me regarding like some type of idea they have for something, for some sort of event, then they tell me about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know you quickly talked about the whole Hamptons event uh, and how you weren't really able to do anything if it wasn't for your partner who was kind of helping you out. But how does age affect what you're able to do, obviously, as well as your expertise when people ask for mentorship or when people want to give you that credibility? How does it impact it? Uh, actually, nobody, nobody really seems to care for, about my age. Like, they're actually impressed. Like, wow, like 16 years old and you're, you're doing this? Like, they're actually really impressed. Because, like, once you get to 16, I think you're already pretty much mature. I think my mental age is probably, like, 25 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, except for on Instagram. Like, sometimes on Instagram, it's, like, 13. But the <laughs> majority of it, majority of it is, like, 25 in business, you know? So, yeah, they don't really care. But uh, when you try to do things, like, real things in business, like registering a business, you need to be 18. Or if you want to get into real estate, you need to be 18. Or if you want to rent something, you need to be 25 or 30 even, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like... It, Age doesn't matter if you have the right team with you, mm-hmm. because if you know how to outsource work and tasks, then you're good. You're just the brain behind it. Everybody's going to like, you know, really believe in your vision. And that's how my whole team is. They really believe in my vision and they want to, they want to be, you know, they want to be with us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's something that, that they talked about a little bit at the Hamptons event. Um, but I know you talked about how you were 25 mentally, but you know, 16, obviously in real life. So what mindset habits do you think you have that kind of separates you from other people, even your age or that try drop shipping in general? Yeah. So I create, um, short-term goals and long-term goals. Okay. So my short-term goals are something like, um, you know, like let's get the store to 80,000 this month, you know, Mm -hmm. and long-term goals are like personal brand. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to, we want to close, like a hundred thousand dollars a month by next year, you know, in personal brand, like that's, that's my goal. You know, right now I'm not closing that much in, in mentorship, probably like 10 to $15,000 a month. So that's my ultimate goal. Like, you know, Max doing really good, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that's how I really separate myself. I don't know how the average teenager thinks. Maybe they <laughs> think about, you know, Random like stuff. Chilling, chilling. You guys sometimes, you know, the funny thing is, Okay, so basically, sometimes I go on, I go on my my TV, right, mm-hmm. and I start playing on my PS4, and I play with my. I literally call up the big CEO team, and I'm like, "Yo, guys, one round of Fortnite, right?" And they all go on, right? And then I'm like, "Yo, guys, I'm about to post this on my Instagram. Should I do it?" And all of them say, "Nah, don't do yeah, it. Don't do it." I did the and same then, thing. And then and then look, I post it, right? And everybody thinks I'm playing PS4 for the whole day because there's a lot of people that I don't answer, right? And they just yeah. they just think that like I'm playing PS4 for the whole day and I'm just like relaxed, but like I'm just it's just a lifestyle. It's like, a I'm just trying to show, yeah. you know, you know, just like it's personal branding. Yeah. <laughs> get it. And I also saw that you you kind of had your Facebook ads right next to the TV. So even while you were taking a break, <laughs> you were taking a break, you were still yeah. constantly doing that. And yes, we definitely have to play some Fortnite and FIFA later on. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Um, but just kind of like a final thoughts, kind of final advice. Do you have, what is your one piece of advice you would give someone 
who wants to achieve the numbers and drop shipping just exactly what you've been able to do the one piece there's like so many things like i never i never really knew exactly like the, the most important thing what's um, one thing you wish someone told you when you first got started like just listen to your gut you know mm-hmm. like that's very generic because like when you listen when you're when you're doing things logically then emotions can sometimes pop in you know mm-hmm. and you could be like not nah, like i have to help this guy but this guy doesn't bring that much value to the table and there's a lot of guys like that so i think listening to your gut always tells you like nah, this guy doesn't bring anything to the table all right even if even if like he needs it but like he's just like somewhat like you know like really getting into it like the wrong way and he's not being genuine about it mm-hmm. just like kick him out you know yeah so like, that's something that your gut tells you mm-hmm. always listen to it yeah, definitely. All right, Ryan, it's been amazing having you on this show, providing tons and tons of value, especially people that want to get into dropshipping or that are interested in how it really works. Uh, just like a final thing, where can people find out more about you? Any social media you may have, kind of just plug all your names out. Yeah, so um, at Big CEO Ryan, uh, that's the Instagram, and the at Big CEO team, that's team Instagram, uh, ryanandjum.com. That's the, you know, for the mentorship and all that stuff that you guys want to, you guys want to know about. And uh, that's pretty much it. Understand, man. All right. Thank you again, listeners. I hope you got tons and tons of value out of that. And we'll catch you guys on the next one.